Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them eagles, we go Carson Wentz, Stefani. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 147 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. I hope everybody's had a great week. Um, we're at the weekends. You know, the, the end of the week, we're almost at the weekend. I'm excited for this weekend. I'm going to Six Flags with my woman. On Sunday, I'm very excited about that. I'm just happy for the weekend, man. You know, I got some things going on, and I'm excited. You know, it's been a, it's been a good week, not too bad of a week. I'm um, good, man. I hope everybody else is doing well. Listen, I got a jam packed show, man. I I can't lie to y'all. I I, I got a jam packed show, man. We we it's a lot going on, man. It's a lot to talk about, man. We got we got basketball tonight. We got basketball tonight. Who played tonight, man? The Clabs and the, the the Clippers and the Jazz game two tonight at ten. Game three of the Bucks and the Nets, and then um tomorrow night, Tri-State Trey, game three in Atlanta against the Sixers, and then game three of the Suns and Nuggets is tomorrow. So I think that series is going to be about to be a wrap, man. It, it might be Suns and four, man. Denver don't look like they want to be there, man. Denver don't look like they want to be there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to get it in, though, man. We're going to get it in. It's about to get it in. Let's go. Let's go. I'm, I, I'm, I'm jumping. I'm jumping. I'm not going to lie. It's a, like, let me see. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Damn near almost ten things I want to get through today. So, let's hope we get through them. Let's get right into it, man. Let's start. So, the Nets and the Bucks series is currently 2-0. It's 2-0. The Nets are up without Hardy. Harden got hurt 40 seconds into game one. The Nets are up 2-0. Somebody has to say something. So I will. Giannis is a fake diamond chain. In certain lights, he looks real. If you don't press him, you won't know the difference. You won't. You won't. But if you run up on him in the middle of the mall in broad day with a diamond tester, I promise he won't register. I promise. KD is the diamond tester. Giannis does not have the facilities to guard that man in any capacity. And this is the reigning, former reigning defensive player of the year. Deeper than that, he was just on the wrong side, on the wrong end of sports and highlights all game two, man. KD sauced him up and put one in his eye. Tyree stopped and popped on him. Then Blake Griffin... Dunked him into the ground. Giannis was supposed to be like, he's supposed to be this, 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 you know, the 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 next big thing. He, you know what I mean, like. And I just don't see him as that. Kevin Durant is the diamond tester. If you think your superstar is a diamond in a rough, you think your superstar is the one, not the two. 
you think your superstar is the man and can beat anybody because to be the man, you got to beat the man. We'll see how they fare against Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is a diamond tester. I won't call him the best in the world. I'm not calling him the Slim Reaper. No, he's the diamond tester. That's my nickname for him. So somebody get that patent trademark copyright. I, I said it first. The diamond tester. If you think you got a diamond in the rough, let's see what he do with KD. And it's just like, when when do you start questioning Giannis? Seriously, when do you, when do you start questioning him, questioning him? You look at the play the uh, the Bucks track record in the playoffs with Giannis at the helm. Excuse me. It's not impressive. The East, if the East was so you know supposed to be so easy, right before the this is before the Nets, of course, before the Nets did what they did prior to right. East was supposed to be a breeze after LeBron left. Didn't look like it didn't look that way, man. Didn't look that way. Let's pull up their playoff history. Let's see what we got here. Alright, so we know what happened last year after they lost to Miami and they lose to Miami in five. Right. They make it to the uh Eastern Conference Finals. They lose to the Raptors in six back in 2018, 2019. Then they lose in the opening round against the Celtics in 2017-2018. When, when did Giannis get there? That's a good question. I'm sorry about that. Hold on. Giannis. Let's see. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to make a point here. I'm trying to make a point. Yeah, he been there. Yeah, he been there the whole time. Uh, he didn't he seen it all. Yeah, man. A lot of... Uh, it's just a lot of... Underperforming, you know, a lot of a lot of underwhelming performances. Man. Nothing to really be impressed with. So you look at Giannis's track record in the playoffs. He hasn't been to the finals yet. One Eastern Conference Finals appearance. So when do you start questioning him? You know, if the East was like I said, if the East was so easy prior to. This and post LeBron He should have been to two finals by now I've been told with y'all man Giannis He's not built for this All that rah rah that, It don't matter if you can't bring the noise Outside of the regular season You can bring it in the regular season But if you can't bring it in the postseason, It doesn't matter to me It does not matter to me Yeah what 18 points a game too That's not enough man That's not enough that's not enough. Y'all tried to tell me this was the man who was going to take the throne at the and hung it up. Y'all told me he was going to be the one. You know, we were supposed to be watching the throne, and Giannis was going to be the one to take over. Somebody lied. Somebody lied. Somebody lied. It's too old, man. Bucks back home tonight. If the Bucks don't take this one and Giannis gets swept and the Bucks get swept, I'm gonna have a lot of questions. Somebody gonna have to answer them. Somebody gonna have to answer them. But all I've gathered from from this right here is something that I've already known. The Nets this Nets team is damn good. 
And you know They're smoking without Harden They're smoking without him I think that coming into the series I didn't know what their defense Was going to be like for Giannis But obviously it's not Nothing You know they're fine They're fine They're fine They're alright You know I, I'm not going to lie I'm a hater Yeah I'm a hater I'm a hater I don't, I don't like the Nets I'm not rooting for the Nets I'm not, I don't. I don't not like KD. I don't. I'm not a fan of Kyrie. I'm not a fan of Harden. I do like Kevin Durant though, but I'm not. I'm not a fan of this super team. I don't like them. I'm not a fan of this super team. Yeah, it's not. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm hating. I've been said that. I'm fine. I'm. I'm okay admitting that I am a hater of this situation. So I no. I do not want to see them win the finals or go. And I think they could go to the finals unless. They could very well go all the way unless they run into Tri-State Trey. But Tri-State Trey, he got to make it out of this round. And he lost his man, um, DeAndre Hunter. That's terrible. Uh, but I, I need I need Tri-State Trey to do it, man. I, did I tell you all about Tri-State Trey? He beat the Knicks. If he can beat Philly and then, like I said, possibly have to go back to Brooklyn and beat them, that's crazy. That would be crazy. But back to, back to the Nets bullying Giannis, man. I just don't know. I just don't know. This this is supposed to be the Greek freak, you know. It's not giving that. It's it's giving the Greek fraud. That's what it's giving. The Greek fraud. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. He he can't do nothing with Katie, at all. I mean, but who can? Who can? Seven feet tall. Mid range, long range. He can he can kill you from anywhere. Best score ever, ever seen. I'll say it. I, I, I don't, I don't think there's been a better score than Kevin Durant in the NBA. Right now, by far, history. I don't know, man. Kevin Durant is a monster, bro. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. He's a monster. He's definitely a monster. Yeah, I, I need, I need to see something from Giannis tonight. If he can't give me 30, 30 and ten. 30 and 15 a night with a dub. Yeah, get the brims out. Get the brims out, man. KD, the diamond tester. I like that. I like that. So from the east to the west, let's 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 go back to this Clippers game. Game one of the Clippers and Jazz series. Um, the, the Jazz took that one. I think Donovan Mitchell had, what, 41 points? Something like that. I know he was up there. So, I, I didn't, where was I at? I was at the gym. The game was on. I don't know. I got home. I wasn't really thinking about the game. I, it was, I don't think it was close to the last time I checked. I think the, the Jazz were up by a little bit. But then the game got it tightened up within so the last five minutes. So, I think I only watched, like, the last five minutes of the game Tuesday night. But I saw enough to where I can form an opinion on the Clippers. If they can't make it out of this series... You know, Kawhi and PG are our second round exits again. What are we going to do here, man? What are we going to do here? Is it time to give this a rest? The Paul George and Kawhi Leonard experience, experiment, experience. Yeah, that too. It's, it's been an experience. It hasn't been, it hasn't been much of an experience, but it has been an experiment. Two years in a row, they 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 make it past the Mavs in the first round. Okay, cool. But this year, I I just don't know, man. I, what's the problem? 
What's the problem? What is what is the problem? You got two guys supposed to be, you know, two of the best def- perimeter defenders and two of the best closers and it it just hasn't been clicking. And this Jazz team is humming, man. This Jazz team is legit. Donovan Mitchell and them boys are serious. But if the Clippers are second round exits again, you know the Clippers are the Clippers' biggest accomplishment since forming this team has been the opening night champs over the Lakers. That's that's their their calling card. Yeah, they went on opening night against the Lakers. Oh, we defend L.A. We beat L.A. Y'all don't run L.A. Y'all don't run down. Y'all don't run a damn thing. Don't run a damn thing. Then you add Ty Lue to the mix. I, I just don't think that makes the situation any better. So let's talk about that last, you know, the last couple of, what, minute, minute and a half of the game. So the Clippers were down six. They forced Donovan Mitchell to make a wild pass that led to a turnover. They got the ball back. Paul George made a nice three. Okay, cool. I, with everything in me, I thought that three was going off the backboard. He didn't look confident in his shot. He had pumped, looked around, couldn't believe how wide open he was, and it looked like... I. In my mind, it, it 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 hit off the rim. I couldn't even believe he made the shot. I'm so sorry that that's how I look at Paul Paul George now. But I had no faith that he was going to make that three, and he made a three, cashed it. Then the Clippers get the ball back. I mean, excuse me, the the uh, Jazz they get the ball back. Don't do nothing with it, and they ended up getting the ball back. Now they the the Clippers get the ball back with a timeout. Ty Lue has a timeout in his pocket along with his coaching IQ, apparently. I hate when coaches call timeouts at the worst possible time, but this was not one of those times, man. Ty Lue should have called a timeout, let the team settle down, drew something up, then went back to the floor. I don't think that was a, a moment where you would stop your team's momentum. I don't think they would have stopped their own momentum. I think, if anything, they would have harnessed it even even more. Because it's like, wow, we got the ball back with a timeout. Let's let's everybody take a deep breath. Go back out here, get a three, and let's go to overtime. I've never been a head coach of anything outside of my franchise mode in Madden and my fantasy football team. I was I'm an owner, a GM. I've coached, I've I've uh, been an assistant coach in uh peewee football. Outside of that, I have no coaching experience. So I cannot talk, speak directly to what goes through these coaches' minds. But I think I know sports and uh, situations well enough that I can attest to situational basketball and think in this moment they should have called a timeout. I don't think any of us will be wrong as that as, as you know, fans of the game, avid watchers of the game, people who have been around the game. Instead of calling the timeout, instead they have a possession. It was it was so frustrating to watch this last possession. So Kawhi passes it to George, who had space after Kawhi set a pick. Kawhi set a pick. Paul George had a split second where he could have threw that three up, and I wouldn't have been mad at him if he would have missed it or not, because you took the shot. You took the shot. I think it was uh, 
that series, the Blazers series when he was with OKC, he had an opportunity to hit a clutch one, but instead he tried to get a foul. You know, he tried to get fouled and go to the line for three, and the ref didn't call anything, and he just threw up some like random shot trying to get a foul. I hated that, and then I hated this. You have a split second to say, I'm going to tie this game. But instead, you panicked. Instead of dribbling into a one-on-one with Donovan Mitchell, because that's what it was about to be. He was going to be one-on-one with Mitchell. That's a chance right there. That's a, ch- that's a better chance than what you ended up with. So he passes it back to Kawhi, who was just getting his balance back. Because he had got like, they had bumped, him and the defender bumped into each other. Kawhi was like awkwardly catching his balance. He got back to his balance with 5.9 seconds left. Kawhi gets the ball back. He had another, he too had a split second to take the shot. Instead, he pumps, pumps it, pumps out of open shot. And then passed the ball to one of the Morris boys. And he got his shot slapped to Wyoming. Rudy Gobert said, hell no. And then yesterday won the defensive player of the year for the third time. Dog, that was the worst, one of the worst final possessions I've seen. In what world do you want Mark whatever Morris taking a corner three to tie the game up to go to overtime with less than a second left? This cannot be the same Kawhi Leonard that that put Philly to to death, that put Philly in a coffin two years ago with a last second shot. Why why aren't Paul George or Kawhi comfortable with taking that shot? Is the question I have. You're two big players. When you're a big player, you have to be big in big moments. They didn't do that. They were not big. They shrunk down. They didn't rise up to the occasion. They didn't rise up to the moment. They didn't. They were not the moment. They ran from the moment. They ducked the moment. They evaded the moment. There's no reason Paul George didn't put a shot up. There's no reason Kawhi didn't put a shot up after he got the ball. Why did you pass the ball to the Morris brother? That don't make sense to me, man. That does not make sense to me. Not at all. You guys are supposed to be the superstars on that team. The ones, you know, putting it up. And you guys had, what, 43 points combined. I think Donovan Mitchell had that on his own. I need to see something from them two tonight. Got to. They go down 2-0. I don't know, man. It's... This Jazz team don't look like they're taking their foot off the gas at all. And they are good, good group, good group. <laughs> they're a good group. I definitely like. I like Donovan Mitchell. He's a killer. But I don't know, man. I don't know. They tried to say Doc was the problem. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'll be watching. But I'm just, just a little confused, man. You guys, how you guys not take that shot, man? You got to take that shot. You got to take that shot. That's all I'm saying. 
I look, I'm not an NBA player. But I think I I would have took the shot. <laughs> like I would I'm not mad at you. I wouldn't have been mad at either of them if they took the shot and missed it. Cuz okay, cool. You got it. You tried. You tried. But to to pass up them opportunities, I can't respect that, man. You the superstar. You got to shoot those shots, man. Got to shoot them shots. For sure. For sure. All right, let's see. What are we going to next? What are we going to next? So we talked about the, the Nets, the Clippers. Oh. The KD and Jake Williams thing. So so let's 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 break this down real quick. It's there's there's a lot of angles to look at this from. We we, we can look at this um from a not from a lot of angles. We can. We can. So let's go and see what Jay Williams, how this all started. Who who says he's standing by his uh his story? Let's go back. I gotta find the article. Gotta find the article so we can break this one all the all the way down. Give me one minute. I know I should have had it up. I'm sorry. This is that's on me. Alright, let's see. Stand, stand by my story. Blah 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 blah. I was probably wrong for sharing a personal story. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I want to get to. Uh, okay, so this is what this is what Jay Williams said, right? He says Kevin Durant comes up to me at a club and says, "Yo, don't ever compare me to Giannis again. Don't don't you ever do that again." And he's like, "Nah, don't ever compare me to that dude. Don't ever." So Jay Williams. Decided to share this story on national TV. Let's just start off with the story itself. So he says that he was in a, at a party or whatever. KD comes up to him like, yo, I saw what you said about me and Giannis. Nah, it's not that at all. Don't do not do that. I'm KD. He's Giannis. He ain't me. He's not on my level. That's the type of energy that I got from that story. Now. I'm not going to call Jay Williams a liar yet. I'm not going to call Jay Williams a liar yet. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Kevin Durant is a guy that we have seen multiple times not have the toughest of skin when it comes to the media or fans or Instagram comments. And he has been known to clap back if he doesn't like something that's been said to or about him. More recently, we have seen, you know, the Steve Kerr thing when Steve Kerr came out and talked about the Warriors and Kevin Durant was right on Twitter to reply to that. All I'm saying is this isn't that far-fetched. It's not that far-fetched. KD saw Jay Williams say something. He didn't like it. And the way that KD be killing Giannis, I, I can, he wants y'all to know there is separation between me and him. We are not on the same level. So I can believe this story. I can believe this story. I can believe this story. It's a he said, he said situation. But if this story is true, let's say the story is true. Whether it's true or not, I just wanna I just wanna know why Jay Williams felt the need to go on national TV and share that. I don't think that's something you go on national TV and share. Clearly, that seemed like a conversation you two had. 
Y'all had it. It's it was months ago. Why bring it up now? I get they're playing against each other and he's killing youngs, but that's not something you go on national TV and say. You don't say that. You don't say that. That's confidential. That's confidential. But a lot of these big time media personalities have confidential problem, confidentiality problems. We're gonna we're gonna get to Shannon Sharp in a little bit. I got some words for him. But that's why these media the media gets a bad rep for stuff like this. When these media guys, you know, when these guys, people in media, they go overboard with their reporting and, and what they bring to the table. Y'all got Adam Chef yo, Adam Sheffner been running around here like he pock since draft day. Y'all gotta stop. But I'm not worried about him. I'm talking about Jay Williams and KD. So of course, y'all know KD. He wasn't he <laughs> he was not going to let this one rock. So he was in the Instagram comments after everything went viral. He said it's an effing lie. He said that Williams can never speak for him. Durant later tweeted, Mans will do anything to advance their careers in this media. Wanted to be accepted by an industry that will dispose of you whenever they please. Keep me out of all that corny ass talk about who's better in legacy and all that dumbass bloop. I don't even talk like that. I don't know, man. You look on the flip side. I've, I've, I've said my piece about how, you know, Jay Williams. I don't know, KD. KD don't seem like the type of dude that would run up on another dude at a club about something he said about basketball-wise. I don't know. That just, I don't know, man. This is weird to me. It's all weird. It's all weird. Um, Jay Williams went back on TV on Wednesday yesterday and said it was it was about saying how KD how different KD is. It's unfortunate that KD felt that way in that moment, but I wish KD enough of love and success holding us win the championship. We tell blah, blah, blah. He basically said, um He oh yeah, he, and then Steven Jackson came out and, and Oh come on, Stack. But yeah, man, it, it's weird. It's weird. Because, like I said, whether it's true or not, why, why, if, and then if, if you're lying, if this is really not true, like Katie says, and if you're just lying on te- national television for absolutely no reason and then doubling down on it, that's super weird. That's super weird. I hope that's not what's going on over there, Mr. J. Williams. I really hope not. But if Katie said he ain't say that, that man, that man said he ain't say that. Now, KD, if you lying, if you know you said that, and you just don't want, you know, people to th- look at you away, or or you just trying to cover your tracks, then come on, man, be a man. I think that KD would be the is the type to be would have stood on it if it was true, and he would. I think he would just been more like, "What the hell, Jay Williams?" So I don't know who's lying here. If I had to pick, I think Jay Williams is lying here. I'm sorry, man. I it's just weird. Like why why do you why would you hold that in for so long? I, like if that really happened, you could have went on TV the next day and be like, "Yo, tell me why last night KD came up bop bop bop." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, these are 
these big media guys, you know, they've been, they, they, they move a little funny, man. Let me, let me talk to Uncle Shay Sharp real quick. Shannon, I'm sorry, man. I love you. I do. I do. But we, 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 we got to address this, man. We got to address this. So earlier this week, Shannon Sharp tweeted. Hold on, let me go. He said, so he was talking about the Floyd and Logan Paul thing. Shannon said, were you entertained? I wasn't. I've been Floyd's uh, staunchest supporter, but the state of boxing got us watching exhibitions instead of giving us the fights we want. A $300 million movie doesn't mean it's entertaining or good because of cause. Let me tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you all what's wrong with this. But the state of boxing got us watching exhibitions. Nobody forced y'all to watch that on Sunday. Nobody made y'all watch that on Sunday. Nobody told y'all you have to watch Floyd Mayweather fight Logan Paul. Nobody said this. And it still did over a million pay-per-view buys. Over one million people bought. They spent $50.00. Purchased it, not illegal street. No, they purchased this. So somebody, there's a market for it somewhere, and you were a part of it, Shannon. You were a part of it. This don't got that don't got nothing to do with boxing. This is not boxing. These are two different things. This is entertainment. This is exhibition. This is borderline WWE. It's sports entertainment. That's exactly what this is. Don't put this, lump this all in with with what we got going on in the world of boxing right now. Because six months into the year, there's been some good-ass boxing going on. So I said to Shannon Sharp, with all due respect, Unc, you chose to watch this. Did you watch Josh Taylor unify and become undisputed at 140 um, a couple weeks ago? There's real boxing going on, and that's on you if you don't pay attention. As a consumer, you decide what you consume. Shannon, you work for Fox. You know about PBC. You know PBC put fights on this year. Y'all watch ESPN. When you watch ESPN, if there's a big fight coming on ESPN... They're going to promote it. Real boxing is out here, man. That's on you. So, I said this, and I didn't get a reply. So, then I went to the group message. I said, Shannon don't want no smoke. I'm not Skip. I said, yo, he only reply to people he know he can embarrass. Shannon don't want to get in the ring with me, man. Shannon Shop does not want to get in the ring with me. You can't clown me. I have nothing to lose. You cannot clown me. You have played in the NFL. You are on TV every day. But you got producers. There's people that tell you what y'all going to talk about on them shows. When you go in, somebody, somebody, somebody telling y'all what's on the rundown. And y'all don't talk about much. Let's be real. Let's call the spade a spade, Uncle Shay Sharp. It could be the middle of March. 
I can turn Undisputed on. And at the bottom of it, it's a headline about the Cowboys. It's March. Football don't start in September. What the hell are you talking about the Cowboys for? You got there. You sat up in that desk. You sat up in that chair on Monday morning. And you talked about the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul situation. I don't see you talking about real boxing on there. I don't. I don't see you. Did y'all talk about a Canelo fight on Undisputed? Let me see. A quick Google. Let me see that. Let me see. Undisputed. Canelo. No, it's going to come up as him. Let me see. Look at this. We actually expect. Dog. They barely talk about boxing on the show unless it's the biggest fights in the world. Last time they talked about Canelo for boxing, not to compare him to Floyd, was when Sugar Ray Leonard was on there in 2019. They talk about the Canelo and Triple G fight, but they don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't want to kill Shannon. Hold on, let me see. Oh, yeah, he don't know boxing, man. This was back in September. I mean, back in February after the um, Yildrum fight. That's the, that was the, look at this. Canelo fighting sparring partners in title matches, but don't know who he can fight to make it interesting. Triple G again. Come on, man. You're a casual boxing fan, Shay Sharp. You are a casual boxing fan. So move as such. Move as such. You don't get to talk about the state of boxing when you don't know what the hell is going on, Shannon Sharp. You don't. Y'all don't do y'all research. Y'all don't do y'all Googles. Y'all do y'all even watch sports? Seriously. Do your Googles. Shannon Sharp. You don't get to speak on the state of boxing. And on what the sport is giving us If you don't know what the hell is going on Oh It's nobody else for Canelo to fight At that time it was two other belts at 168 Come on Shannon Come on So I went to the group message I said He only pick on people he can clown And what the hell happened hours later He got on my bro Dev Let's go. Let's go see what happened. So, somebody said something to Shannon Shop about the next. He said, this is my personal platform. I'll talk about what the F I want to. Dev said, my bro was right. You only reply to people you can clown on. He said, bigger jeans or smaller shoes. Pick one talking about Dev's shoes and his outfit. And then only thing on your hurting your quads are and hamstrings. The tight edge. Point is, he has some lame-ass jokes for my boy Dev. Shannon Sharp, you are not one to talk about tight-ass clothes because you too damn big to be wearing H&M suits. That's how tight they looking on you. Come on, Unc. I can cook you too. I can cook you. I can put you on the grill. You want to talk? 
This can't be the same man who country ass was wearing a full Lakers uniform. You a grown ass man, dog, and you got a full Lakers uniform on. You don't play. You don't play for the Lakers, my dude. Why you got a full Lakers uniform on, dog? Come on, Shay Sharp. You're a grown man on the internet trying to get clout like that. Come on. Reply to somebody like me, man. I got smoke for you. You don't know. You don't know the sport of boxing like me. Get in the ring with me, man. Stop replying to these people who don't got a platform like me. Reply to me. Come get electrified, Shay Sharp. Come get electrified. Period. Hell is wrong with these big dudes, man. These dudes get too big for their britches. Too big for their britches, man. Y'all got y'all look, let me tell you something. Deeper than that. I watch, I don't even watch First Take, Undisputed. The only two sports shows I watch, the Rich Eisen show, because I have nothing but respect for Rich Eisen. I love what he brings to the table. I love what he does with the NFL Network. I've always been a fan of him, and his show was good. I love Brock and the rest of the team over there, Del Tufo, everybody over there on the Rich Eisen show. I love Rich Eisen because he is indeed the voice of reason. He's not on his show downing people or, or you know, um, setting anything for clicks. Or you know, with the hottest takes, they don't make a damn, don't make any sense. Or he's not on there yelling about nothing. And then I watched Pat McAfee. Cause Pat McAfee is a real. I love Pat McAfee. I love Tosh Mint. I love all the Boston um Connor. I love all the guys over on Pat's show because they don't do nothing on that show but have fun. But they bring good takes to the table. And then you know AJ Hawks on there. I love AJ Hawk. And then they have guests on there. And it's a fun, laid-back environment. Everything don't got to be serious and tight all the time. That's why I can't watch First Take. It gives me anxiety watching Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman go back and forth about nothing. Like, I understand it's a debate show. But come on, dog. The whole, you know, the walking off the set when you get... That's lame to me. I don't like it. It's a theatric. It's theatrics to me. Max Kellerman saying any and everything. And I loved Max prior to this. Max is a great... I've always said Max don't need to be on first take. He just need to do boxing. Max on boxing should be a every, every Friday thing. He should be doing that more. Max has a great boxing mind. I can't stand Molly Karam. They did all three of them together. They have they they just don't do nothing for me. I don't watch ESPN. I hate ESPN. I, I don't even watch Sports Center. I see the highlights on Instagram. I don't need to watch them on TV. These people do not nine times out of ten they do not know what they be talking about. That's why I take this stuff personal because I I I do my I do my research. I'm up two three o'clock in the morning looking at highlights if I didn't see a game, so I know what the hell I'm talking about when I'm on here. I'm 
throughout the show stat fact checking my damn self to make sure I didn't say some BS. I do my research, especially when it comes to the sport of boxing. So when I see a former NFL, a NFL Hall of Famer get on his platform and try to down the sport of boxing and make it as if exhibitions are being forced on us and there's not real boxing going on, I can't do that. That pisses me off. It pisses me off. Whew. So, to my fellow up-and-coming creators, man, keep doing what y'all do, man. Stick to your guns. If anybody I know I've ever worked with or anybody on Stadium Scene TV, whatever, you know me, if you know me, a fellow creator, if you guys ever blow up, I really hope I hope all of us do Because I know when I blow up When my show goes big When I go big time I'm sticking to my guns I'm not I'm never going to stop doing my research I'm never going to go Hollywood I'm going to be me through and through I will never turn into What you see on TV So I hope I can say the same For every anybody else On my on my level right now That's you know an up and coming I wouldn't say on my level, excuse me. You know, that's in the same boat as me. But, um, yeah, man, stick to your guns, man. I'm a one-man show. I'm a producer. I, I know how to do Photoshop. I edit. I do all this by myself. I built a studio by myself. I does this, man. So I take it a little more seriously than the dudes who are getting their hair and makeup did every morning on TV. Would I like to be doing that? Absolutely. But I would still be doing this right here. I would still be giving you the real. I wouldn't switch up. I would not talk about what I want to talk about on my own show. You can't produce me. It's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry I went off on a tangent there, but I didn't like that, man. I don't like it. I didn't think it was funny either. I didn't laugh at it. I didn't laugh. When when Shannon Sharp was on my boy, I didn't laugh at that. Shit wasn't funny. Sorry. It wasn't funny to me. It's clownish. Because I knew it. I called it. I called it, man. He don't want to smoke with me. He don't want to smoke with me. So I might tweet him I might tweet at him today. Just to see if he'll get in the ring with me. Give a damn. He might block me. And that's fine. I know more than you, nigga. Uh, <laughs> oh man, oh man. I don't know, man. What we have 42 minutes in? I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry. I'll be cutting the show short. I'm just saying, man, 42 minutes, 40 seconds in. Let me tell you all what's left. I mean, you got a LeBron number change. I'm not really, I mean, look, you know, you're going back to six. Um, WWE in Vegas. We can talk about that when we get closer to so any fights this weekend. June. Cause I'm also gonna talk about the June. Uh, where we at in boxing? Oh boy, I'm sorry I went off like that. It just had to happen, man. Let's see, June 12th. Oh yeah, Shakur Stevenson fight this weekend. Damn, I didn't even know that. All right, so we got Shakur Stevenson fighting this weekend. Next weekend we got the Teofimo Lopez fight. 
Then Lomachenko is back. And we also got um Tank fight this month too, right? The same weekend as Lomachenko, the same day as Lomachenko. Yeah, the same day on Showtime pay per view. And then the Lomachenko fight is on ESPN Plus. So yeah, it's a lot of good boxing coming on this month, man. Don't don't let the people tell you otherwise. Yeah, look look at these fights. I'm, I can read you off a couple big fights that's happening this month. This weekend, June twelfth, we got um title fight. We got the Shakur Stevenson versus um Jeremiah Nakatalia for twelve rounds for the vacant WBO interim junior lightweight title. That's on ESPN and ESPN Plus. That's a free fight. Um. Then June nineteenth next week, we got um oh it's a CEO why are they doing this? It's two fights, ESPN got a card, and Triller got a card, so it's a bantamweight unification bout going on on ESPN in Vegas, and then we got the uh, Big Tail Fimo Lopez versus uh, George Cambosos. 12-round fight for the WBO, WBA, and IBF lightweight titles. That's on Triller, and that'll be in Miami. Um, What else we got? There's another. Oh, it's a women's title belt. Undisputed. Oh, yeah, that's an undisputed belt. Okay. Um, Cruz Duran versus Ellen. Uh, okay, okay. Who else we got? What else we got? June 19th. Oh, yeah, um, Jamal Charlo um, will be taking on Juan um, Macias. For Charlo's WBC middleweight title That's June 19th And Oh hell no what Anderson Silva and Julio Cesar Chavez oh, see, now that's, that's, that's not real boxing That's that That's that BS Cause look at this his father is fighting Hector Cam- What is happening why are these old people fighting man Um I think the other Charlo brother fight No that's July he fighting July right I could have swore he fought this one too. Alright, June 26th is two fights. ESPN and Showtime are fighting. We got Lomachenko's return versus my uh my um damn Masayoshi Masayoshi Nakatani. And then um for the WBA regular junior welterweight title, we got Mario Barrios versus June. I mean versus Javante Davis. I'm sorry, man. Oh yeah, and Erickson Lubin is on that card as well versus um Jason Rosario in a WBC junior middleweight eliminator. Ooh, I would like to see Lubin versus Tank. That would be nice. Oh, Julian Williams is back too. Alright, man. So yeah, it's some ju- we got some good boxing going on in June, man. We got some good boxing going on in June. Um, we'll talk about the WWE. Um, so uh, yeah, SummerSlam is in Vegas on the same day as Spence versus Pacquiao. We'll save that for next show because that's something I, I could talk about anytime. But the closer we get to August, we'll we'll get into that. I think that's very interesting because I don't know if it's been a site deal approved for the Pacquiao fight. And I thought that would have been a stadium fight. Guess not. Vince McMahon has other plans. So we'll watch and see if that date changes. But um, I think that's all I got for you guys this week, man. Oh, I'll be back on YouTube tomorrow for Top 5 Friday. 
Um, so be on the lookout for that. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Electrify TV. Make sure you continue to follow me on social media at Electrify Pod at Eric Lyons TV on YouTube. I mean, excuse me, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, thank you and shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Um, thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Make sure you continue to listen, man. Continue to listen to the pod. Support your boy. I appreciate all of the love and support that you guys continue to give me. Um, make sure you guys have a great safe weekend have a blessed weekend um go outside man get some good fresh air it's supposed to be rainy this weekend here but it's supposed to be clear up on sunday and be nice out. it's not gonna be hot as hell like it was man stay away from the cicadas um have a good weekend man thank you guys again so for the 147th time i'm eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified